Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. Each week, we'll be talking with real people with real stories about things they have not said or done or have said or done in their workplace that required bravery. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Everts, and I'm the founder and president of Excellius Leadership Development. I hope you have listened to our past podcast conversations. And if you'd like to hear past episodes, go to BeBraveAtWork.com, subscribe to our podcasts, and learn some valuable lessons about bravery at work. Be on the lookout as well for my new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Success, which is being published in September of 2020. Our guest today is Mark Lockett, who is a corporate and leadership training professional. Hello, Mark. Hello, Ed. How are you? I am doing great. How's it going for you? It's going fabulous. Thank you. Hopefully everybody is uh, surviving at the Lockett household these days. We are on lockdown and making the best of it. <laughs> good, good to hear. Well, listen, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay, great. Well, as you mentioned, I am a commercial training and leadership development professional. And for the past 30 years, I've been in the biopharmaceutical space. I've had the privilege of working with large companies like J&J, mid-sized companies like Biogen, and most recently, I've been with three different startup organizations, all of which are in the biopharmaceutical space. I am currently in transition and seeking my next great opportunity, so I'm excited about that. And more importantly, Ed, like you, I am a leadership development coach, and I also am serving as an adjunct lecturer at Batson College, where I just wrapped up my third semester teaching a course called Managing People and Organizations. Wow. Well, working at Babson alone as a teacher is something that requires bravery, I'm sure, right? Most definitely, especially <laughs> when you're not an academician like I am not. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. Well, that's a great, great way to share your expertise and experience with others. So congratulations. Thank you. So I'm just curious, is working at startups much different than working at a more larger and established organization? Absolutely. And in keeping with the theme of your podcast, it positions you to be a lot braver at work because in a startup uh, where you're not really established, everyone is expected to really contribute and help challenge the status quo and, and keep things moving, whereas in a more established company, you, you may have a lane that you are required to stay in. So I have really enjoyed working in the startup environment. Yeah, we've had past guests who have used as you know, kind of their bravery story, a decision to either buy or move into, uh, you know, kind of a startup type business and the steps of bravery required to do a lot of what they had to do, including finances, both personal and professional, uh, tough conversations with people who may not have been performing the way that they hoped they would. I mean, there's so many things that come up that make working in a startup or even starting a startup require bravery. I would agree with all of that, most definitely. So when you think about bravery in the workplace, Mark, you know, what words or phrases come up that you think about? When I think about bravery in the workplace, one of the things that comes to my mind, Ed, is that being truly one's authentic self at work in and of itself 
requires a great deal of bravery. We talk about bringing your all of you to work and bringing your authentic self to work. I think that's a lot easier said than than actually done. And you know, the question I often ask myself and those that I'm working with as it relates to being brave at work include, you know, are you brave enough to speak up when you have an opposing view? Are you brave enough to talk about your contributions? Are you brave enough to present a novel idea that may not be met with welcoming arms? So this whole notion of being one's authentic self, bringing all of you to work, I believe requires a, a great deal of bravery. You know, I love uh, those examples and a couple really jump out. One is this authentic self. And I've been reading a lot lately about team environments and this concept of psychological safety. And the people who have done this work say that we really have two faces that we provide. There's the real us and then the us that we show at the workplace. And the bigger the gap between who you are and who you have to pretend to be at the workplace is evidence of either the existence of or the absence of psychological safety. The bigger the gap, the large, the less psychological safety there are, is at work because it's very hard for you to be yourself. And the smaller the gap where you can be yourself is evidence of psychological safety. Any thoughts or observations on that? I agree with you 100%, Ed. When that gap is large, at the end of the day, you're going to be drained. And when you look back on what you may have accomplished, it's going to come with a high cost and a toll. But when that gap is is narrow or small, at the end of the day, you feel motivated because you have been able to be your true, authentic self. Uh, so I think you're spot on there. Yeah, uh, I think this is something that folks that listen to the podcast can start contemplating, and I hope that we'll have future guests who can talk specifically about psychological safety, because in my limited exposure to the topic, as I work more and more to become deeper, uh, it really resonates. And this need to be who you are in the workplace, and whether it's, as you're saying, the ability to speak up, the ability to share a novel or unusual or risky idea, uh, you know, those are all great ways that you can behave in arenas that provide great psychological safety. Yes, indeed. So how about you, Mark? Do you have a story that you can share where you experienced bravery in the workplace? It's not so much where I've experienced it, Ed. It's more a story where I stumbled onto something that has positioned me to help others step out and be a little more brave at work. And, Great, let's uh, hear it. So many years ago, a direct report of mine was in the copy room making copies. And this person was greeted by a very senior leader in the organization who asked, hi, what are you up to? And the person replied innocently, making copies. And when she shared this story with me later on, I thought to myself, oh boy, here's an opportunity for us. So I later extrapolated the question, what are you up to, to include other phrases which I choose to define as real invitations for folks to share what they really are up to. So a few of those phrases are, what's new? Or how have things been going? Or more generic invitation like, how are you doing? So, but before we go on, let's just pause for a moment and highlight a very well-known fact. And that is many of us are not comfortable tooting our own horns 
are really speaking confidently or comfortably about what we are doing. And we know what we're doing is having a direct impact on the business, but we're just not comfortable talking about it. So one of the ways that I've encouraged people to become more comfortable doing this is to take advantage of those open-ended questions like what's new, how are things going, or you know, what have you been doing these doing lately, and really take it as an invitation to speak to what you are actually doing. So here are a couple of examples, Ed. Let's say that you bump into an executive in the hallway, the elevator, or the cafeteria. And this leader says to you, Ed, what's new? Instead of you saying, nothing, what's new with you? Here are three potential ways that you can respond. You might say, I'm glad you asked. I just wrapped up Project X, and it went really, really well. And I am confident that this project is really going to have an impact on business goal Y. And you can speak to whatever that company goal is and then wrap up simply by putting it back on them and saying, what's new with you? So example one, you could talk about something that you just completed that's going to have a positive impact on the business. Or you might say, I'm really glad you asked. I'm preparing to start Project X. And I'm really confident that once this project is completed, it's going to position us to have a real impact on company goal Y. What's new with you? And the third example that I would offer up to you, Ed, requires you to be a bit more brave, vulnerable, and authentic. And in response to that question, what's new or what are you up to? You might say, I'm glad you asked. You know, the team and I are really struggling with something. We're actually debating, and then you can state the issue, and then say, I'm curious, what's your off-the-cuff stance on this issue? And see what they have to say. And when I've actually tried this in the past and gotten feedback from others who've taken this advice, it's really led to some very fruitful conversations and really enhanced the relationships between uh, members of a team who are reporting up into senior leaders. So that's one story that I uh, like to share with my MBA students, as well as those that I have the privilege of, of working with. Well, I love that story. And uh, first off, we also know that most senior leaders in organizations do not know where the copy room is. So <laughs> I'm shocked that that senior leader bumped into your uh, your colleague in the copy center. But, you know, what a valuable lesson, right? That, you know, here you are doing whatever you're doing at work and in walks a senior leader. And what a fantastic momentary opportunity to do one of the three things that you suggested. And I especially love the third one because here's a chance to get their thoughts, right? And you know, oftentimes we work our way up the food chain and we don't start with the president or a senior leader, but you know, we work our way up. And of course, the higher we get, the harder it gets. But you know, here's an opportunity to say, yeah, it's so funny that I bumped into you. Here's something that we're thinking about. What are your thoughts or perspectives on this? I think that was really, really insightful. And especially these days where, uh, you know, we're working from home or being required to be a lot more virtual. You know, those are great ways to engage people in conversation. I would agree. I highly recommend stepping out on faith and trying some of this stuff. It works. The second thing about your story that resonates, and I know that our listeners have heard this before, is the ability, which oftentimes takes 
uh, you know, real strong bravery to talk to a senior leader. You know, there's this tendency that when a senior leader walks in and say, hey, how's it going? Or you bump into them in the elevator, you go quiet. And you don't want to say a lot of what you need to say, mostly because, and I'm sure there's a variety of emotions, but mostly because you don't have bravery to say what you need to say or do what you need to do. You know, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Well, bravery is easy to demonstrate when you are prepared. And I would ask that your leaders consider these tips as part of their preparation. We're all focused on critical tasks for our company. So you know what you're working on, you know what you've completed, and you know what you might be struggling with. So just know that when you are presented with one of these greetings that you can easily talk about, here's something that I've just done, here's something that I'm doing, or here's something that I'm struggling with. And we all should be able to do that somewhat naturally and in a conversational manner if we just begin our day with the fact that I'm going to take advantage of an opportunity like this if it presents itself, and I'm going to be brave and and share. Well, I love that uh, model. So, Mark, uh, for the call, you know, the the podcast, we try to ensure that folks leave with a very simple model or way of looking at things. And I think what you're suggesting is that in advance of this happening, so don't wait till it happens and think that you're just going to shoot from the hip and have a brilliant comment, think in advance of something that you've either done so it's past tense that you're doing, which is current, or that you're struggling with. So think of them now, maybe write them on a notepad or something, but think of them now and have them ready to go. Is that what you're suggesting? That's exactly what I'm suggesting, Ed. And I would take it one step further and say, be on the lookout for these chance encounters. When you are walking around and you see a senior executive coming, just know that this may be an opportunity to put this model to use. So be on the lookout for it. So what does be on the lookout mean? Do you mean approach them or recognize that this can happen at any time when you're at work? I would say recognize that it could happen at any time and be prepared. And if you have the wherewithal to want to approach a leader and take advantage of this, by all means, do that as well. Yeah. And, you know, as we're sitting here talking about this idea, it's continuing to resonate with me because, you know, if I was a leader in an organization and I walked up to somebody in the copy center and said, hey, how's it going? I'm not expecting to be hit with, uh, hey, what do you think about something that we're struggling with question? And I would be, right? I'd be highly impressed. I'd be highly impressed if that person (laughs) hit me with that. Yes. I could share with you, there was one opportunity where I put this into practice in the cafeteria. So we're both standing with our trays. And I said, here's something that I'm struggling with. You know, do you have any thoughts about this? And the response was, you know, contact my admin, set some time up for us to discuss this in my office. So that chance encounter led to a formal sit down meeting with the senior leader, whereby I had their undivided attention to discuss something that was critical to the team. All because of a chance encounter. Yes. Well, well, fantastic. Well, look, I think a lot of great ideas that you shared, Mark. Can you recap briefly, maybe some key lessons or walkaways that you hope our listeners can digest? So one key lesson is it's okay to talk about the great work that you're doing. 
And this model allows you to very casually share with anyone in the organization what it is that you are up to. So that would be number one. Number two, don't pass up a chance encounter where you can engage in a conversation with the senior leader about the great work that you or your team is doing. And then lastly, just try to get in the habit of talking about the great work that you are doing. All of us have our goals. We're focused on achieving them. We wake up every day with the mindset of, of having impact. And be comfortable, be brave, and speak to the impact that you are having. And it'll be well-received. I can't imagine that it wouldn't be well-received. And I would think that either it's a good time for that person to answer the question, or if it's not, they'll do what they did with you, which is, you know, hey, Mark, I can't talk about that right now, but call my office, set up a time, and let's sit down and talk about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that. They're not going to say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I don't have time right now or, uh, you know, go ask somebody else. I mean, I don't think those are the <laughs> typical type of responses that you would have. I, I would agree with you on that. Uh, those are not responses that you would get. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, listen, Mark, this was a great story and some really, really good uh, ideas and concepts that you have shared with our listeners. If folks are interested in speaking more with you, uh, do you have a phone number or an email address or a way that folks can reach out and chat with you? Great. I would welcome an opportunity to have any follow-up conversations and I can be reached at mark at avenue44.com. That's M-A-R-K at avenue44.com. Or you can contact me via cell 215-630-6203. And my website is avenue44.com. Great. And Avenue 44, I suspect, is Avenue and the two numbers, 44? That is, that is correct. 44. Yes. Great. Well, terrific. Well, listen, best of luck in this period of transition for you. I'm sure your next opportunity is waiting for you right around the corner. I'm looking forward to it. And thank you, Ed. Great, Mark. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us this week. And we hope you join us next week as we further explore being brave at work. We also welcome you to subscribe to our podcast at BeBraveAtWork.com and or download and listen to our podcast on CastBox, Overcast, Apple, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google, Spotify, Pandora. We are everywhere. Do you have something to say yet are not saying it? Do you have something to do yet are not doing it? Now is the time to be brave at work. Have a great week.